show. You've heard all the other wrestling programs. Now it's time to listen to the guys who aren't booty. Your hand's busy. So I'm used to you dancing at me, but that left hand's busy there. So I didn't... Uh, I'm, I'm dancing, Nate. I'm, I'm dancing. Oh, God, he's dancing. <laughs> the, the stupid dancing was the best. Why at the beginning of every show you take me back like 20 years? And like, maybe more? Yes, he's dancing. He's dancing, Dad. He's dancing. And I'm, no stopping. I was going to yell at you for something, and I forgot what it was because you made me happy. Oh, Fresh Coat of Paint. That's the only song, uh, part of the New Day song I, I can recognize. Give her more cold paint. It's the best. I like a song that I don't know the words to, much like AJ Styles did. As is wants to. Stay tuned for that one. Every goddamn. Hey, everybody. It's Hashtag WrestlePals. He's leaving. He's given up on life. But has he given up on live? I like saying that when he's not near the microphone, so he freaks out. That was important. He needed to, he needed to take care of something. Hey, everybody's hashtag WrestlePals. Hi. I guess I'll introduce myself first. I'm hashtag WrestlePalNate. Hi. How are you? Do you like wrestling? I do, but I'm a weirdly closeted fan about it. Like, I don't like let other people know. But here we are on the internet, just uh, effing it, doing it live. Weird, huh? I'm an odd dichotomy of an individual. That makes me sound deeper than M.A.M. It's really shallow, kind of like a kid. Awfully pool. pretentious. But, uh, oh, hey, you back? Hey, it's hashtag WrestlePout Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I like the pop on the mic. That was very nice. I, I enjoyed that. You know what? That sounds like good science. It's all good science, Nathan. It's mm. all good science. I got a gallon of Mountain Dew. See, that's no good. Mm-hmm. I just got an IV drip. It's going right into my uh, spinal that's cord. That's even worse. It's the best. I like to take my vagus nerve and just soak it in Mountain Dew. That way, uh, slowly uh, paralyzed from about mid-chest down. It's the best. Feels good. Tingles. I hope one of those uh, groups doesn't get mad at me because I shared it into a group you're not supposed to share it into. Sorry. Keto. Oh, See, look, Bailey they got mad. And look, Bailey's on their side. What are you, you going to do? Sorry. You've upset them. I've been really good about not sharing it into that group. Uh-huh. And you, then I was, was it we, in, we were running late, and I was like, ah, are I we, shared it into all of them. Are we going to call it an accident? It was an accident. Okay, you want to go in there and post and say, I'm sorry, everybody. I will. I'm sorry, uh, Keto Pals. <laughs> I'll delete it after. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Keto Pals and your cauliflower pizza. It's very good. It's a good idea. It's a lot of work. Sorry about wrestling. Oh, my God. So good. Mm. Once again, we're in a point where we have to apologize for wrestling. It's hmm. weird. Hi, Justin. Oh, hi, Nate. This is weird. Like, I've never been on this side of you before. <laughs> I mean, I only ever saw, like, the one side of you, and I assumed, you know, the other side was probably fairly similar. Most people, vaguely symmetrical. Mm-hmm. You, uh, also, but I don't know. I expected something more from you. Like, this side was going to be totally different. Like Tommy Lee Jones in that one movie. 
Two Face. <laughs> all I have to he do had his own movie. All I have to do at this point is name any other Tommy Lee Jones movie, and I can't think of one. <laughs> Good for you. Was that a Tommy Lee Jones movie? Good for <laughs> you. <laughs> Seems like he wouldn't be in a movie called Good for You. Like if it was bad. Oh, good for you. That he would be in, but it would have to be like in quotations with a little asterisk that says sarcastic. Oh. Tommy Lee Jones as that other guy who said good for you. <laughs> I can't remember names or anything anymore. What is going on with you? I'm talking uh, and I'm babbling because I have a job where I have to babble for like 13 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do another 13 hours tomorrow. So my voice is a little, <clears throat> but it's fine. And I don't know why. The more tired it gets, the more it wants to work. So we might be moving the show, is what you're saying? No, I'm we're here, good, We're man. here tonight. No, I'm, I'm, uh, once I get my flow with it, it's going to be okay. I got to uh, work out that voice. It's going to be all right. Sound, I sound okay. As long as I make it through tomorrow without losing my voice, I'll be all right. <laughs> Mr. Simpson. will be fine. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. Hey, we're, we're catching up on air here. Hey, it's hashtag WrestlePals. Justin? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say it like right up front. And we made sure to say it last week. Okay? Uh-huh. If I mention... If I mention the big dog, <clears throat> anyway, mm-hmm. you stop me right away. If you need to hit me, I'm giving you permission. Mm-hmm. I would like that you not. Yeah, but we end up falling back on uh, uh, Roman Reigns talk every week. Look, I've already done it. No, Son of a bitch. I think we have enough to get through the week. We do. I think. Fantastic, Justin. Is there anywhere you'd like to start first? <clears throat> I blew it, man. I'm so happy you're starting there. I blew it. Oh. Well, I'm not happy at all. Yeah, well, I'm really sad. I enjoy other people's misery. That makes me a bad person. Thanks a lot. But I'm also a happy bad person. Justin, yeah. you blew it. I blew it. You, do I have to yell it? Well, I was. There no. are neighbors. Please don't. I'm sure the. I feel the, bad enough. Okay. I felt even worse when Leslie showed me uh, pictures. What? I felt. Yeah. So oh, okay. The, okay. Last Saturday. It was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. They the live event at it the was, Norfolk Scope. It was a rainy day. It was in Norfolk Scope, <clears throat> not too far in the area. Like this isn't like even travel. Minute. Like it's it's there. Yeah, it's, it's there for us. It's actually further here than it is the scope. Right. So you could have just skipped out on coming and coming and dealing with my sorry ass. <laughs> you could have uh, <clears throat> gone to the Norfolk Scope WWE live event. Now I I got I got way late. I was busy. I was uh, caught up in things that was not going to be able to attend. Right. So it would have left it to you to potentially go uh uh stag. I guess that's what they call it. Is that what they call it? No, you just by yourself. Just by myself. Or other people. We had we uh, had other people we knew yeah. that were going. We could have kind of tried to meet up with them, grab a seat somewhere, yeah. get some of the cheapo seats, grab three of them, lay down for a while. It'd be great. <laughs> I had planned on, you know, pretty much up until that day, I was going to just go get the cheapo seats. But mm-hmm. as we all know, I had the uh, the big fiasco with the phone last week, which, by the way, mm-hmm. just so you guys know, mm-hmm. has been resolved. That's hashtag commitment right oh there, Oh, my Jack. God. It's been resolved. I forgot that I had a brief reprieve from it for like a week. Yeah. It was literally just a week. Yeah, how, are you Let okay? Out. I am now. I've got my phone. Okay. Get, I don't need any of these notifications. I'm not reading any of this. Mm-hmm. Why is this? Why is any of this here? Because this is what's important. <sighs> Hashtag commitment, Jack. Mm. Look how pretty. Oh yeah, it was the uh, the uh, the. I guess she was uh, doing a tribute to Natty and her uh, trials and tribulations of the week. Yeah, and uh, you know, we'll talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. anvil past. We'll talk about it a little bit more uh, after after the goofiness. But Justin Blue in <laughs> live event. 
uh, looked like the the raw roster tra- traveling around. The Summer Heat Wave Tour. Yeah. If you've never been to a live event, go to a live event. They're always fun. They're, they're always dumb. They're always fun. Bring some a-holes with you. Not like jerks. There's a difference between jerks and like fun jerks. Get some fun jerks. Get yourself some hashtag Russell Pals. Go make fools of yourselves. And guess what? You'll have a blast. You will have a blast. And and you won't have blown it. Mm-hmm. So I was I tweeted at Liv Saturday. Well, you know, at one point last like, week, like you do, like you do. Uh, no, <laughs> like you do. I don't do that. At some point last week, mm-hmm. and then uh, again on Saturday. Uh-huh. At some point, hey, are you gonna? Are you there tonight? Hey, good morning. I miss you. <laughs> well, you know that's. I know how, you do, but you don't say that. Yeah, I don't say that. That's okay. how I feel when I wake up in the morning. Like I had those three, four hours of sleep where, mm-hmm. like, it was just a hole without live. It didn't feel, it didn't feel like a hole in my life, a H-O-L-E? hole in my heart. Yes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I mean, that sounds like a something missing from my life while I was sleeping. Oh, like your phone? Well, my phone, but mostly live. Oh, okay. Because that's where live is right now, in my phone. Live lives in your phone, and in my heart, and my dreams, <clears throat> sometimes. <laughs> and your Toyota Scion. I don't have a Scion. It's the only vehicle I can crap on with my Honda Element. All right? <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. Beat it in your Honda's, uh, 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 Toyota Scions. Get out of here. No response. No response. She she didn't respond to me, so... Obviously, it, Justin, she was upset at you. She was looking forward to you being at the live event. Well, it was Saturday. I was asking if she was going to be there. I'm pretty sure she was looking around from uh, the corner, looking for Justin. I mean, because you stand out, you know. Yes. AJ Styles hair. It's okay. Am I probably I probably would have worn my Johnny wrestling shirt. Mm-hmm. That I'm makes sense. Today instead. <laughs> He's just wearing it in memoriam of what could have been. Of what could have been. The weird that well, could have been. Well, the reality is I probably okay. would have been wearing some blue shirt because I wanted to re I wanted to reinvent the meme. Yes. That's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And again, I blew it. Well, I mean, it was in fairness, it was raining in downtown Norfolk floods when somebody sneezes really hard yeah. so you know it was kind of flooded down there okay in my defense i did think about that are you making up excuses no there's no excuse there is no excuse i wanted to go i, mean, I had an excuse but it's not a good one <laughs> i wanted to go uh. and i just i didn't feel like taking it up with the wife mm-hmm. about hey i'm gonna go going to and show. seeing your fake internet girlfriend <laughs> When you word it like that. Oh, it sounds bad, right? How dare you? Yeah, it sounds bad, right? No, it sounds... It sounds bad. Well, that's because it's inaccurate. <laughs> it's not the truth. How dare you? She's your I'm real just internet not, girlfriend? I'm just not bae. Yeah. You're not coordinating with that yet, are you? Yeah, it's going to take it. On the other side there. You want to yeah. come in from the... Mm-mm. I can come in from your side. Oh, no, don't ever do that again. <laughs> that's fine. I don't care. Mm. So Liv Morgan was live at the uh, the WWE Heat Wave tour. She didn't answer. The only person you want to see. She's probably busy. She has a job. Seriously. I don't know if you know this. She has a career, Justin. She's a career woman. I even hashtagged the tweet deciding factor because that really was the deciding factor of whether I was going to go or not. Is that a thing? Is that a a, a, a trend somewhere? Mm -hmm. You just try to. (laughs) I'm trying to give her something. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. That's something that she can use. Deciding factor. I'm on the deciding factor, Liv Morgan. 
the deciding factor of whether or not somebody's okay. going to go or not. Okay, you know how she was the deciding factor. Mm, okay, you know. Oh well, okay, I, I get that. If now that you've explained it, but you know the the lawyer in court is not going to let you get that far. They're going to cut you off. Just the facts, sir. Hashtag deciding factor. Mm-hmm. What did you mean by deciding factor? If you're going to be there, no I'll, further I'll go, questions. I'll go to the show. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You're going to get the deposition. <laughs> Trying to help her prove that she's a draw? Yes. Very good. Yeah, because we're in an age where that is important. Yeah. 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 Deciding factor. If Liv is there, you still wouldn't have been able to go. I would have figured out a way. Really? It I, w- I would have pushed hard. Mm. But not knowing what? not knowing oh. whether or not she was going to be there, I was like, ah, you know what? It's not worth it. I'll sit at home and play GTA. Good, Good plan. <laughs> Good plan. It's a bad plan. I think I finally hit the wall today. I hit a lot of walls. <laughs> Telephone poles. Mm-hmm. All kinds of shit. Landed in the water. Talk about that before I leave. <laughs> oh, my I God. May have hit, oh, I may have hit the, the wall with GTA for good, a couple of days. Good. <laughs> good. Yeah, it's definitely needed. Yeah. I. So, bottom line being, mm-hmm. there yes. is no excuse. I should have gone. Mm-hmm. I would have had a good time, regardless yeah. of whether or not Liv was there. The the, mm-hmm. the biggest reason you would have made strangers feel uncomfortable, which is always fun. <laughs> yeah, the biggest reason, but not in a ruin your night kind of way. In a like, wow, what a weirdo kind of way. In a man, that guy's having a good time. Way. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> I think he's got it figured out yeah. with his fake internet girlfriend. <laughs> That's not real. It's not real. Thank you, inner monologue of Justin, who's deciding to uh, speak truth. Oh, you want some truth? Yeah, I want some truth. Hashtag Liv loves Justin. That's some truth. Hashtag live his life. That's some truth. Okay. <clears throat> wrong. Has anybody ever uh, tweeted the hashtag live loves Justin? Mm-hmm. No, they haven't. Yes, they have. Okay, I'm going to choose to believe you, but <laughs> also not. I'm going to tell you I do. <laughs> the hashtag WrestleCons have it. tweeted it. <laughs> of course they have. Bunch of, a couple of jerks, those two. <laughs> Good Lord. They did not go to the live show. Did not get to meet Liv Morgan. I didn't, and <clears throat> yeah, I saw. Did you? Did you do the thing you said you were going to do? Invite her out for a slice and some pickles. I didn't. Okay. I did say this I, goof I say like messages should. like you know, like midnight that night. Hey, should I uh, invite her out for a slice of pizza and some pickles? <laughs> <laughs> now me uh, liking to uh, apply some sort of logic and reason. Skip right past the. She's famous. This is weird. And she'll say no, <laughs> if anything at all. My question was, where are you going to get uh, pickles at midnight? Mm-hmm. Wawa. You're going to take her Wawa's to the Wawa? Pickles. Yeah, sure. Classy. You know what that says? She's hey, on the road. Hey, let's be friends. I'm not, not uh, I'm being a ghoul. I just want to meet you at a gas station for some food. In <laughs> <laughs> Toyota Scion. Yeah. Matt, well, Matt, Matt corrected you, by the way. I believe the phrase is, fuck your Toyota Yaris. Yes. <laughs> At Toyota Yaris. At Toyota Yaris. That guy got crashed into. Jesus Christ. He's not allowed back at that Burger King. He doesn't want to go, but he's also not allowed back. And that's the only reason why he would go, is because he's not allowed back. Bunch of jerks. Oh, Christopher Brown, I see you. Yes, sir. I see you. He hate to say it, Nate, but he did an interview. I think you'd want to read, mm. and then he posted the quotes. It's about Roman. Oh. maybe, maybe later. Okay, if we maybe if we could tell one more, if it's it's a, the, the uh, telling us we gotta go point of the show, where we uh, where we uh, at the very end squeeze something in, but we're gonna try to fill out the rest of the show without without Roman Reigns. <clears throat> um, 
so he's my fallback, and I feel bad about that. But I'm talking about him. So what does that say? Oh no, I'm doing it now. Stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the sour news of the week. You saw it. <clears throat> you saw it in the open. Yeah. And actually, uh, the company getting a lot of heat because Ronda does a promo up front and on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Anvil Neidhart passed. Yeah. Uh, it didn't hit me like a ton of bricks like uh, Roddy and Dusty did. Mm-hmm. Roddy, mo- again, Roddy Piper so far has been the wrestling death that really kind of was like, whoa. Yeah, it was because it just seemed like a couple months before that at, a, at like a local show where he came through. It's like, yeah. wow, yeah, I just saw him. He looked great. And then gone. Gone. Um, and, you know, we'd seen uh, pictures of Anvil and uh, Natty like at shows together at the yeah, conventions the and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that's great. Yeah. Uh, 63 years old? That's not that old i mean it it considering the state he's been in mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's not it's not like scott hall and jake roberts were pre-ddp yoga where it's like you know yeah. i'm not really surprised but at the same time it's like you had heard rumors and there had been various issues in the past that yeah. uh, that had uh popped up cropped up and been uh been ongoing problems for mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it was really, it really did make me sad. It it is, it is just a, it isn't as much a shock as just really bums you out. Yeah, and um, I, I guess, really, we'll get into this in a sec- second. But I like mm-hmm. I, I, watching the internet as one does occasionally. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it just makes me want to fix my beard. Let me, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do his laugh, and nobody could. <laughs> Uh, they piped that in. Did you just like Shockmaster? The internet thinks it was classless, giving Ronda the mic. <sighs> I disagree. Yeah, it, it's a tough call either way. Um, uh, get Natty wasn't there, right? Right. Because she's dealing with family issues right. at that point. This isn't just a a, a a a famous wrestler she's related to in some way. This is directly her father. This is her dad. Yeah. She's not going to be there. No. And the fact that they're giving a tribute, fantastic, mm-hmm. of course. And uh, Ronda is one of the top draws right now. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's weird, weird territory to have to cover. It's like, hey, who's one of our biggest stars out there right now? Let's have them go pay tribute. And she's, at least storyline related, been peripherally related to Natalia. Mm-hmm. So this is a friend going out there representing her friend who who just lost her father. I know, th- I know, no, which th- is okay. Yeah, this is, this is uh, my ghoulish thought. I didn't, yeah, I apologize for it, but Rhonda has never looked more natural. Yeah, with the mic. That is the the weird part to be uh, to be um, because she was a human treading. Yeah, and it's like if it's not like this is the easy promo to get out there and give. It's just right. go out there, be sincere, and be human, be relatable. But the fact that they're having to have that consideration is, I think, where a lot of the people have problems with it. It's I like, oh, you're giving her an opportunity to go out there and uh, flex some promo skills and be relatable and present herself as a human. Mm. Oh, at the expense of uh, uh, the anvil. I think if she would have gone out there and been robotic, mm-hmm. I would have had a problem. She's just reading verbatim. Yeah. She's got notes on her wrist. The anvil. Jim Neardert. I don't know how to say this. <coughs> but she mm-hmm. she meant what she was saying. Yes. And, and to me, that made it okay. Yeah. 
She meant what she was saying. It wasn't something that somebody wrote for her. Mm-hmm. She went out there and she was paying tribute to Jim. And again, yeah. I know I know this is m- making, you know, mountains out of applesauce. She at at some point you can tell the switch. Uh-huh. Like it goes from here's the end of the tribute and now I'm switching into promo mode for the upcoming match. Uh-huh. And again, I don't know if I, I'm j- I just car- compartmentalize easier. Right. But that's what it was for me. No, well, I think you and I both watch wrestling in that way, where it's more compartmentalized. You can watch standalone stories, and uh, if there's an overarching theme for a show, cool. But we're able to break down those pieces, break down those parts, even if it's in the same segment with the same individuals. There's a point at which it clicks over, and they're doing a different task at that point. So, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I, I can forgive it, too. But again... Uh, if anybody's hackles are already up from, uh, oh, hey, they're giving the newbie the easy one just so they, so they can have some mic time. Uh, you know, they're taking away from uh, Natalia who could do a real tribute to her father or whatever, or people that have been around for a while. This, what, who is who, who's, uh, she done anything with that she's uh, you know, proven or anything? I can understand why those people get uh, upset by it. And, and it's, it's a weird territory. They, it was, uh, they had the opportunity to make that call. They, w- they went with it. It's, well, I mean, who else... Did they just do your traditional video package? Which, by the way, they did mm-hmm. again later. They did a traditional video package for them later. Uh, so if if that's the plan, they're doing that later. Who goes out and does that live mic sell? I, I hate to use that word, but you know, who, well, do, who I does mean, that? It is what it is. I mean, the, uh, that's it's part of the weird carny business, man. It's like somebody's got to go out there and be the face and pull the people together and uh, and. Uh, uh, make a statement because if it's just if it's just straight video, then does that connect as much? Do you get the emotional connection out of it? And at the end of this, they do have to try to make that emotional connection. Yeah, uh, it's it's the adage of uh, a political controversy. Don't let a don't let a controversy go to waste. Never never fail to capitalize on uh, on uh, some sort of tragedy. Like make something out of whatever awful thing they are. And this. At the end of it is a business, and they're. It's not an insulting thing for them to capitalize on it and get some sort of. Some sort of uh, relatability capital out of it, as far as uh, Rhonda goes. And again, and, th- and that, isn't necessarily a bad or disrespectful tribute to to the Anvil because, hey man, that's the business he was in, that's the business his daughter's in. It's what they do. It's 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 part of it. It's a very necessary part of it. I'm sorry if you can't sell and capitalize on what's happening, then uh, you know. Wh- hey, what you doing? This is uh, this is a weird gig for you, then, man. Yeah. Cool. I I hate to keep harping on a point, but mm-hmm. she was natural. Yeah. Again, if if she's robotic, I have a problem. She I, was natural. I she think, meant what she was I saying. I think that's something that really throws people off. It's like people come in, especially from the UFC. You expect good technique mm-hmm. and you can see them execute and they they look natural and they have a physical presence and then once personality comes around it's like ah, okay uh, I guess it'll get there it's good enough the physical is so uh, domineering that we can step back from the personality and it's okay and that's how you've ended up with I hate to point that out but like uh uh, like the very beginnings of Bobby Lashley, like back in the day, and mm-hmm. what the, the rut that I thought they were going to stick him in with uh, this time around. 
But as his uh, personality develops, it becomes uh, more relatable, more fun, and the storylines make more sense, and you can get more involved in them. That's part of that relatability capital that you have to cultivate somewhere, and uh, this is an opportunity to use a real-life scenario to to, uh, get some of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, but that's kind of the kind of the business, man. Yeah, it's almost a it's almost a respectful thing to do. Like, right. how dare you not try to? How the the adage is you're supposed to go out looking at the lights, right? Uh huh. You're supposed to put somebody over on your way out. I I I have to think that applies in more than just your wrestling career, mm. you know, and. That's not necessarily a disrespectful thing. I can be of service as I'm going out in in one way or the other, whether it's leaving the company, whether it's retiring, or whether it's even passing. Yeah, I almost feel that's a, it's the respectful thing to do. I can be used one more time, and in a major way for a, a potentially major player. It's it seems disrespectful from the outside, but uh, it's it's not for the outside to judge. Yeah, how do they feel about it inside? And I have to feel there's a good portion that like, no, this is this is what you do. Yeah, and it's uh, the best tribute you can make. And again, weird ground. Yeah, out of it, my purview. Again, there uh, the tribute is for Jim the Anvil, not her, mm-hmm. who unfortunately passed at sixty three. Uh, a guy who is known mostly he's a tag team specialist we don't have a lot of that anymore it was it was like i remember that being the introduction to tag teams for Mm -hmm. me the heart foundation because we used to have there's always been that 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 team of uh is the 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 white meat baby face is just going to get beat up the whole time then it's come the hot tag and then it's uh that it's then it's over this was a team that had a, a a technician slash kind of high flyer of the two. Brett would be more of the high flyer. Mm-hmm. And then Anvil, who was the, the powerhouse. That dichotomy that became a, a, a standard for good tag teams. Tag teams that didn't have to be, hey, here's two similar people that we're just going to kind of wedge together. Yeah. This is two diametrically opposed uh, styles, and they're compl- they're complementary to each other. Mm-hmm. You, you're showing you can show power you could show uh, technical ability you could show uh, uh, tag team wrestling all in the same match and nobody ever he, nobody ever went oh you know the the anvil oh he's a, a powerhouse I like watching him the fact that you didn't go to necessarily just see the anvil when it was a tag team match mm-hmm. but you went to see the heart foundation be dominant yeah that that's a testament to it as well there was a a a, a cohesiveness and the, the complementary nature of them. They were a team. It was hard to think of them as singles competitors. And I'm sorry, but Bret Hart always kind of had that weird kind of stigma to him. Mm-hmm. Of course he overcame that. And of course he was an amazing technical wrestler. And of course he was an amazing singles competitor. But there was a good long time where it was like, uh, oh man, I ho- as a kid, oh man, I hope they get back together. I love the Hart Foundation. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> and then they stuck him with Owen mm-hmm. as the new foundation. And t- t- just did did not work. Hey man, it's if, not the if, same. If it doesn't mesh, and if you're trying to resurrect something, it's it's not always the 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 best. It could have worked. They could have had more time with it. But then Owen and uh, Coco tagged, and you know what? High energy. I don't care, but I love it. <laughs> We're gonna get big weird pants. You bring a bird. <laughs> this is gonna be great. We'll wear checkers. I've got checker pants. Do you have checker pants? Let's do it. Yeah, they didn't have this made. They just had them already. It was great. 
Uh, it was Coco's stint as a 500-pound uh, cab driver. <laughs> That's where he had those from. In a very brief period. You, you think you think about, about Anvil's single c- singles career, and there wasn't much of it. I mean, uh, he goes over to WCW at, at one point, and like during the Monday Night Wars, and I, I remember, you know, again, I've been watching the Nitros, mm-hmm. and he pops in, and it's like you don't have to do that. Just forgettable matches. Yeah, and it's it's because he never evolved from that. Like Brett, Brett evolved past mm-hmm. being a tag wrestler. Yeah, he he developed a singles style. Yeah. Anvil never did. Yeah, he was just waiting I'm for somebody brute. to tag him, which is weird, <laughs> considering it's a singles uh, yeah, match. Yeah, Anvil, get in, get in the ring. Yeah, you ring this. Mm-hmm. I can't ring the belt. You get in the ring. <laughs> hot tag. I'm a hot tag. Uh, okay, cool. And again, there's nothing against mm-hmm. Anvil. You know, it, he might. It may have worked later on if if he did involve evolve it in some way, because mm-hmm. it became about mm-hmm. hitting. Can I just say something weird that I always loved about okay. Anvil, especially as a kid? Judge if you must. I remember, yes. <laughs> um, I remember being a stocky kid, because I was, and seeing the Anvil, and I was like, yeah. And just enjoying it. It was, it was almost like a, a weird body type that was representative, but not at a high level of performance. And the Heart Foundation was definitely a high level of performance on, on the, uh, the, the tag team front. And I got to see Anvil as a weird representation of thick, stocky, strong dudes. Yeah. Is he a weird, like, covered in muscles? Is he, is he, is he goddamn Hercules? No. Uh, but he was just that, that, that thick, powerful, lot of burst of speed that you wouldn't expect. And seeing that as a kid, it was, it makes me respect the people that talk about body positivity in, uh, just entertainment in general and just culture in general. Like, hey, can we not exclude all body types? Eh, not something I've been a big proponent of, but then I think back to this as a kid and having somebody that represented, you know, I'm going to go, me and the anvil, go to the husky section and get some pants. <laughs> this is going to be great. To that point, though. like it, then No, we got jackets. We got the weird zip-up jackets, and then we <laughs> laughed a lot. <laughs> Nothing we loved more than epaulettes and stroking the beard. Did you watch SmackDown this week? I has not. Okay, so speaking of uh, body positivity. Yeah. That, have you seen Killing Dane, what they put him in? The the weird singlet thing. Yeah. yeah, I saw it. I, you know what? I'm not against it. Obviously, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But it does bum me out a little. It does He's say a, insanity to me. <laughs> but uh, he was a a big hairy dude, and it's like well, I mean, that was a lot of that. That was uh, yeah. That's the beauty of it, man. Because yeah. he's different. I love the different, disparate, not just individuals and personalities, but body styles. Yeah, like dude, like the. Uh, Freaking come through the eighties and nineties to have a have an earthquake in there, have a typhoon, have a Yokozuna. They were great. Were their matches uh, uh, technical uh, showcases? No, but they brought a different style that was very slow paced, plotting, big giant spots, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was great. And I love having that different style. Nothing I hate worse than is like, all right, everybody's uh, uh, two twenty, they're they're six foot two. They're lean cut abs. Mm. Okay, cool. You got to see of those things. Yeah. You, you're one in a million, and there's a but there's a million of you. Yeah. Kind of. I want different, unique individuals. It was great for that. They put them in a big weird. I have no idea how to describe it other than this. And if you're not of a child, kind of of the '80s, this won't resonate with you. But have you ever had He-Man toys growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had He-Man pants, and you know what? Those are great. Yeah. 
and made me pull on my He-Man pants and wander around the house. I was like, hey, yeah, this is all right. That. No, she, it wasn't all right. It wasn't? No. I didn't appreciate Am that. Am I not hairy enough? Is that the problem? No, it's just... It's just like two patches like right in my lower back. I don't understand it. I don't know why the hair grows there. So King Kenny asks. Thank you. And I, we'll, we'll come. We'll come back to this because I want to. I want to talk more about Absolutely. tag team specialists. But uh, King Kenny asks, uh, "Who are we going to see in the Hall of Fame? Brian Lawler, Jim Neidhart, or Vader?" I think, and he he gets to mm. the point that I was going to yeah. make. I think it's possible Neidhart and Vader. Vader as a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. Neidhart uh, may go in with the Hart Foundation as a tag team. Uh-huh. Uh, where it would be. Uh, Brett being Brett, able to accept Brett and Jim I've heard that over the past couple of years that apparently kind of behind the scenes Brett has been kind of petitioning like hey can uh, Anvil needs us yeah I don't know how much longer we got and everyone's like it's like 62, 62 it's fine yeah. hey we'll get around to it and it always seems to be the the Hall of Fame thing yeah we'll get around to it and yeah. sometimes they do sometimes they don't but I, I think of that yeah I could see Heart Foundation going Anvil on his own, uh, probably not. Heart Foundation is one of those things that, if you said they're not in there, I'd be like, really? Yeah, right. The same thing, pretty much with Vader. Uh, the fact that they didn't get Vader in there makes me sad. Yeah, because I feel like they had a couple of years where, uh, when he first started being very open about the, yeah, I'm probably gone like two months, and everyone's like, what? What? Nah. And then he like uh, had a couple more matches, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's fine. And then he was gone. And it's like Jesus. And now he's gone. Yeah. Uh, here's an interesting point that uh, Kane Kenny brings up. Mm-hmm. I th- I thought of you know before before he brought this up, I thought of the tag team. Yeah, I thought that was the only way. What about the Hart Foundation, the stable? So br- first of all, Brett's the only one alive. Yeah, which is insane. How far out do you extend the stable? Okay, so the stable was Brett, Pillman, Owen, uh, Jim, and Davy. And? and you throw Jimmy Hart on there too? No, no. Well, it, look, I'm sorry. I loved Jimmy Hart when he was with. Isn't uh, Jimmy Hart already in? Yeah, but if you were going to put it a stable in, I don't think you. I don't know if you can exclude he was, him. He was he was the manager of the tag team, but he right. wasn't there during when they were stable in '97 because he was in WCW. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's his own. No, I think if you're talking that late in the career, then no, nah, I don't think the stable necessarily goes in. But uh. I, I think I, I think the most iconic imagery from that was Anvil and uh, Brett coming down yeah. to the ring together. I, I think even the Hart Foundation is more iconic than Brett coming down to the ring, and Brett is pretty damn iconic. Yeah. Now I w- I'll also say this: it is criminal that both Davy and Owen aren't in. Now we know why Owen isn't in, mm-hmm. and that goes to Mark Henry's speech last year of please let him. Yeah. He deserves to be here, and. I, I don't know how they do it. I hope this year he finally gets to have that. So, I mean, you're talking about, like, we kind of weirdly joke about it, very morose uh, joking about it. You induct the people, is okay, there's going to be the one weird uh, uh, indie guy from the, the freaking 30s, hmm. uh, before indies were indies, um, before territories were territories. And there's going to be a... And some retired guys, some people that are like, oh, weird. That's like lower mid-card. And then we end up with usually one topping out maybe at two uh, deceased individuals. Yeah. They, they almost seem like they don't want to necessarily load it up on people that have passed. Also, lately, you're there's... You're stuck with a awful backlog at the moment because how do you say 
how do you say no to Vader and yes to uh, Heart Foundation? Yeah. Now, can you say yes to both? Maybe it's just the time I grew up with. I think you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. This again, if you told me either one of those wasn't in the hall, I'd be like, really? But, but, but it's fun to say. Isn't it? I don't have a drop for that. You know what? <laughs> Press the button. You got a drop. Here we go. You know what it makes but. me think though? Like I can't believe that that Anvil's not already in there. Mm-hmm. Ah, come on, fucking guy! Come on. Why is he not in there? Okay. Hold on. Uh-huh. I want zero context. Okay. I want you to press that button again. Hold on. Not yet. Not yet. Have you already pressed it? No. Good. Don't ever press it again. I don't want it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> ah! Come on, fucking guy! It's the best. <laughs> Just well, mad that I know what that is. <laughs> what are the odds that of too cool going into the Hall of Fame. Now, firstly, that is the only way Brian Lawler gets in. Right. He, there's no way he gets in on, on his own. It's too cool. I think that's well down the line, though. I don't, yeah, a little I, bit. I don't think that's this year. Um, Scotty Tuhati is still around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rikishi's still around. I, I, yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's anytime soon. Rikishi actually already a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. I almost went, uh, went three count in there first. <laughs> No? <laughs> what are the three main weird uh, 90s pop sensation uh, themed uh, wrestling uh, trios can you think of that should go in there first? Uh, don't worry about it. Don't answer that. Oh, dear Lord. I'll answer it. Ah, come on, fucking guy! I'm so happy that you have that. <laughs> the fact that you linked that original video and I was like, I know exactly what this is. It made me very upset. He's so angry and so short <laughs> and so weirdly awful. Ah, come on, fucking guy! I know there's the delay, and I know I should or could fill it, <laughs> but I like that anticipation a little more. It wasn't for anybody uh, uh, watching. It was just for me. I wanted that silence of, <clears throat> here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> it's coming. Ah, come on, fucking guy. <laughs> it's the worst. Damn it, Justin, you've got to stop this. So, yeah. again, mm-hmm. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, a tag specialist. Yes, absolutely. The The business has pretty much, well, I don't want to say the business. WWE has moved on from this. Mm-hmm. Except for somebody I think is a tag specialist and should have just embraced it at this point. Cesaro. Look, I love the man. I love the man. I think he's a tremendous singles wrestler. Uh-huh. But he's a tag specialist. Everything he does works on Good some... Look, man, I want to go back to those Chikara days, and I want to love on Claudio Castagnoli. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. But then, like, right at the same time period, right into Kings of Wrestling, it's like, well, shit, there's, there's that argument. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, my God. Think, think about it. He made a tag team with Swagger work. It was good, too. I liked the Real Americans. Uh-huh. I mean, they were never tag contenders, but they were good. Mm-hmm. It was a good tag team. He made Jack Swagger watchable. He made us love Sheamus. Dude, like, can can Cesar just have a best of seven series with uh, everybody that we don't <laughs> like? Because that's great. Because I don't know how it is that he bring. I don't know how it is that he can bring so much out of other people. And still not steal the spotlight, and yeah. I don't mean that as a bad thing. But yeah, that's that's the epitome of what a tag teaming is. You know, you have to be a team. B, a presence, 
but don't be overpowering and overshadow everybody. You're there to elevate, illuminate, and and uh, complement the other individuals, not just on your team, but also in the ring. But what's the start as the singles competitor? Of course you do, and of course I do. But th- that's a thing that can happen that, eventually. That being said, when the bar had that little bit of b- break there, mm-hmm. when we were tired of the bar like every week, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then they took a little bit of a break off, and then all of a sudden they showed back up. Super excited. Happy to see him again. Uh, pop. I don't use that word. <laughs> the, he brought Kid to relevancy. Like, look, Tyson Kid, great wrestler. Mm-hmm. But he was always just kind of toiling around, and then you know they sent him back to NXT, and again he developed well on his own. Yeah, but then they put him with Cesaro, and they come up together as and a it was unit, great. and it was great. Did they even ever have a name? I think it was BTE, best team ever. I think. Well, it's so stupid. I like it. <laughs> they both came out with the the headphones, and oh god, <laughs> with Natty, it was a it was a lot oh, of fun. God, it was the worst. It was the best. <laughs> but. Uh, and Cesaro has that weird magic about him mm-hmm. where he's never like the center of attention, but he's always doing something that you want to watch. And whoever he's with, he elevates. Yeah. God, he made Tyson Kidd fun. He made Tyson Kidd fun. God, he, he made he, Sheamus wonderful. Yeah. But that best of seven series was definitely a big player into it. Yeah, totally. These two just want to beat the ever living hell out of each other. Oh, they both won. So they both get a title shot of some sort. Oh, hey, tag. Hot damn, what a great story. And it worked. Uh-huh. And they're still a team now. Yeah. And a very, very good one. Yeah, and, and Cesaro compliments. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. And I mean... Uh, Who else do you want to see him tag with then? <laughs> Let's say Seamus gets injured. Cesaro's got to make do for mo- a couple months. Let's see. You want to see him go uh, European model and all of a sudden he's teaming with Breezy? <laughs> well, who's, who's, who's available on SmackDown? Let's just say, unfortunately, Seamus... Has to step aside because of uh, his because he his showed neck. his he showed his penis to uh, writers and now oh yeah what about a guy like Dillinger? So, God, it would be great. That makes me sad. Oh, they could be like super babyface. Or you know, I've I've liked the because uh, it's weird because Cesaro when he was with Kid. It was more about, yeah, we're weirdly cocky in our own way, and we don't really care what you think about us. But we think we're great, and guess what we are? And that was that was kind of the vibe for it. Mm-hmm. With him and the, uh, uh, Seamus, it's, uh, we're, we're physically dominating. Wherever we're at, we're physically dominating is what we do. Yep. We're brawlers, even though I'm one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. Yeah. I'm a brawler now. Also, I drink, but I don't. <laughs> and it, And it's great. God, even go back to like the Kings of Wrestling day, how they how they complimented each other there. Uh, yep. Uh, and uh, Chris Hero, and it's just. I think they say the use here. They say the I. Oh, oh, that would make me very happy. Okay, but we want to talk. Mm-hmm. You, once they, they they talk about taking your personality, turning it up to eleven, and that's where it is. It's like Cesaro comes along and says, "I got one more notch for you," and turns you up to twelve while he's sitting at eleven, and it's and it's amazing. And yeah, that's the beauty of the tag team specialist. That's what. That was that weird magic that was a part of the Hart Foundation. Yeah, uh, Nightheart made uh, Brett look better. Now the uh, the obvious difference is, I feel like Cesaro they could break up the bar right now, mm-hmm. and Cesaro could go off and be a singles wrestler, and it he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. And it would be better than Anvil's single run, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question from King Kenny: Do we consider Matt Hardy a tag specialist? Ooh. 
I mean, he was great on his own, but it took being broken. I never liked. I liked mm. version two point oh, mm-hmm. but I never liked anything in between. Was it Money Matt? Big Money Matt. Big Money yeah. Matt. Uh, you know anything in between version two point oh all the way up till Broken Matt? I was there. But as Broken Matt, okay, he was a legit main eventer. Yeah. And then he comes over to the WWE, and he makes Bray Wyatt relevant. And you know, even even through the the uh, Which weird is a sad statement, even through the weird TNA stuff, mm-hmm. when he it was something weirdly special when he was teaming back with Jeff again, and uh, Jeff was uh, Jeff Jeff was. Uh, was uh, broken as well. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like he's entered a weird state. Matt the Hardy has <laughs> where he can okay, we'll where there. where he can. N- I think he's passed now, but he had this magic period where he could just nebulously flow back and forth between singles and tag, mm-hmm. just fine. Now Matt back in the day tag all day, and that's that's what I wanted from him. I liked singles, but it uh, didn't have that same magic. And I felt like back in that time when Jeff started, Jeff was going his uh, singles route, he had a magic about him, but it became different and then it became good. It wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the same in keeping that magic. He had to find like a whole new magic that hit for him. Yeah. It was still extreme, but it was a, a different brand. It got weird. Yeah. And then Matt never had that. And now he's developed into that. Amazing singles, but also really good in the tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Ken Kenny also puts out our truth as a tag specialist. I let's. Well, I mean, you think about it. Who, let's see, who teamed with Kofi? I don't know when he teamed was, with Goldie when he was unleashed as a as a singles competitor like years ago. At this point, it was fun and it was good. Mm-hmm. But he's another one of those. Indiv- uh, he's one that's a little more like. I want the eyes on me, and that's okay. Because uh-huh. he's like, hey, look at me and my friend. Not gesturing at you. Sorry. Uh, and and that's a different weird eye draw to that. But I don't know that he necessarily needed a, um, I don't know. You know what threw me off on this? I would have said, yeah, okay, like uh, like a few weeks back. But when uh, him and Dillinger were kind of weirdly talking, and he had that like weird little uh, singles thing for like a second. Mm-hmm. You know what? Loved it, believed in the truth. Yeah. That being said, if he immediately started ta- tagging with uh, Ty, perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, what's funny is uh, they were getting tweets, mm-hmm. so, like trying to, like, the internet was trying to name the team before the team was put together. Yeah. Like, perfect truth. And Ty's like, don't encourage them. <laughs> Just anything truth. But it, it, poor truth's good. His name is so good that it can pair with anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, literally. Truth and consequences. Oh, for Christ's sake. He teamed with Creed. Oh, my God. Just You put him with Cesaro, all of a sudden you've got the Swiss truth. You know what? Fantastic. <laughs> uh, L- literally anything. MWO Holiday says, Heart Foundation is the greatest tag team that has ever existed. Personally, I agree. Uh, it's it, That's a hard argument to make. I don't, I don't know that that can be... Anybody can make an argument for literally any team. 
you're gonna you're gonna get the mm, you're gonna get you're Legion gonna, of Doom. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna and get, you're gonna get those ones that are like just a uh, five years before that are gonna be like the Rock and Roll Express, the best things ever happened. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get the Andersons a lot. And it depends. It depends a bit on what and Tully. what uh, what stuff. <laughs> Never mind. What? No, 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 no. Uh, this is uh, nobody was talking about Ken Anderson. <laughs> just I don't know why. I I know you know what you're talking about. I'm very sorry, sir. <clears throat> um. Shoot. It depends on the style that you like because there are tag team isn't just one style, right? Like it's the the Heart Foundation exemplified that uh, technical and powerhouse together on the same team, and depending on the flow of the match, whatever pace it's going to be at whatever point, that's who's in the ring and can command that pace. Uh, the 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 Rock and Roll Express was a a, a different pace. It was a Take a beating for a long time, and then, uh, then they, here comes a hot tag and a quick finish, quick sequence to to a finish. Mm-hmm. If that's what you like, that and that's what you, honestly, sometimes it isn't about what necessarily was good. It's about what you knew, what you grew up with. Mm-hmm. That's good to you. If that's what you grew up with, that's amazing. I, I think you and I kind of both grew up with Heart Foundation time. Yeah, I like that that build of a tag team. Now, to that point, uh huh. The New Day right now are my favorite team of all time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to argue because they have that weird interchangeability. Yeah. They all operate together well. It isn't like, a, oh, we're getting the weird version. Mm. Yeah, there's no weird version. Well, the there's weird, the closest to a weird version is uh, um, uh, probably Woods and uh, Kofi. Yeah. But you know what? It's great. You know what they remind me of? And this is a weird thing. And again, this is just that era. You're a, a mite bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. Did you have a Nintendo growing up? Yes. Did you have a Nintendo's ice hockey? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's the new day. Yep. The little tiny guy, the thick dude, and then the one in the middle. Yep. <laughs> That's what they are. That's you know what? what? You could put together a good team out of uh, mm-hmm. any combination of those. Yep. And it was good. Make Here's a reference. The big guy. Let's let's uh, let's uh, let's yeah. Well, but it was. It, that's the difference of styles. Kofi is the definitive high flyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ford. <laughs> yes. Uh, Woods is all round good yeah, and uh, probably your center. And also ends up playing that like white meets babyface a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But then he has strong comebacks for no damn reason. It's like Jesus, he's great. <laughs> Every time he's in there, he always surprises me, and I'm like, wow, he, I forget he's great. Yeah. And then E is just, you know. E is going great. to make a great main event singles wrestler. Oh, I can't, I can't d- wait to see what his singles promos are going to be like. His singles programs are going to be like. I uh, That being said, I don't want the new day ever. Oh, no, I know. But at the same time, when they do, I'm waiting to see what each of them do. It, it's funny because. Oh, yeah, Kofi just had a birthday the other day. I was, they always uh, talk up Kofi like he's the old man. Yeah. He, did, he turned he's, 37. Yeah. Is that old? He's the is same age old? as me. Well, look. He again remind I'm a big fat dude though. Reminds me of that uh, AJ that, hair that transition that uh, I've made where uh, it used to be a time when it's like, hey, look at all these old dudes. And now it's like, hey, this entire roster is younger than I am, and you know what? I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Makes me sad. Just is what it is. Uh, Bring back the Heart Foundation. <laughs> well, we can't. Can you think of uh, any other tag specialists or somebody that might could be a tag specialist? Might is, could be. Is Breeze a tag specialist, even though he's only got the the one team under his belt? It depends on who else you uh, team him with. I think there was some weird magic, but 
we've we've had that d- a deep dive discussion on them before. Mm-hmm. These were uh, two individuals that are like, hey, we're not doing anything. We better we better damn well do something. Let's do something. And I feel like they both have that drive on their own mm-hmm. as well. So I could see either of them uh, picking up with anybody else and being like, hey, come on, let's move. I liked uh, Breeze came out and tried to tag with Rollins a couple weeks ago. This is fine. CrossFit Breezes. <laughs> you know what? Good. <laughs> Keep doing stuff. You it's have that CrossFit Jesus thing going on, you know, which is okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not gorgeous. That was fun. I think we may have already talked about that. The beauties of the one-off teams make me happy. Treating it like it's a, going to be a regular thing yeah. makes me even happier. And then it's gone do just as quickly. Do you think Cassius Ono, because so far they've kept him out of tag teams. Yeah, what have you heard? What well, are you well, saying? Because so he's legit one of my... His old like ROH theme was like made me happy. Like It falls in right in the line of um, friggin' Chuggo there, but uh, <laughs> it's not... Fu- oh. Ah, come on, fucking guy. Okay, it's not quite there, but it's still that same weird. Uh, I'm an angry '90s kid. <laughs> it kind of. Uh, dummy, dummy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll add the third one in there because yeah. <laughs> so he's been on television a lot lately. Like he's mm-hmm. on a tear. Mm-hmm. He's 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 been weirdly stuck as that. Uh, he's one of the for lack of a better term, best hands out mm-hmm. there. He's like a gatekeeper. And he, they've been using him as that gatekeeper. If you can get past him, then you can uh, get on the NXT kind of main roster-ish. It's almost as if they, they have that lower level, and that's what the gatekeeper's function is. I mean, the NXT tag division is stacked. So, like, he, I mean, if he was going to team with anybody, maybe on the main roster, mm-hmm. as opposed to testing it out on NXT... Or is he just going to remain on his own? I don't know. The longer it goes, the less hope I have that they're going to do something for him. And it just ends up being like uh, like uh, one of those situations like, oh, well, he's transitioning into being a trainer now. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're having him uh, teach promo classes. And uh, we're having him do – it's like, oh. And that weird slow transition out where it's like, hey, they could be uh, called up or back in at any point. Or maybe they'll do a one-off match here or there. And it's like, you know, the same tr- transition saw like uh, like William Rico making. Mm-hmm. There's part of me that still says, he's got some more matches in him. <laughs> he's going to get a program here any day now. Any day now. He's not. Yeah. Because his hair's too fantastic and you don't take that in the ring. What are you <laughs> going to do? Uh, but there was that, that transition period where it was like, yeah, he's just doing this for now. But, he, I mean, he's, he's an in-ring competitor. He's amazing. And then it's all of a sudden you have to look back and go, it's been a little while. Yeah. And then come to the realization that I could see that transition happening for Cassius Ono. And you know what? He would be amazing as a trainer. He would. As as a worker, as somebody getting people molded into a a, a more WWE style. Mm Mm-hmm. That If that was his job, he would be the best at it. Anything he's going to do, he's going to be amazing at. Like like when they had a, 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 a Sarah Del Rey come in as a, a part of the uh, the the women's training, because I friggin' loved her from Chikara, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing. She's amazing. She's a she was one of the first times I was like she's a wrestler, mm-hmm. and she's coming in and she's gonna wrestle, and this is going to be amazing. And then it's like 
oh no, no, they're not. <laughs> no. And you know she she got into that training role and she's done probably more far-reaching work than she ever could have done in ring as as a trainer. So it's not it's not a death sentence. It's not a death knell. You're no. over and done with. Nah, man, you're falling into a prime of a new career. Yeah. Well, and you're shaping minds and wrestlers of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see Kane Kenny in there baiting me. I'm not talking <laughs> about him. I ain't mentioning. I mean, mentioning nothing. Yeah. I ain't saying nothing. All right, so we're right up against. It. Do you want to take a quick break? And probably I'm going to sleep for a couple hours, and we'll come back. Because we got to talk about some. New, okay, I didn't mention him at the beginning of the show at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good, right? Yeah. Okay, so we got a lot of other stuff we talk about too. G one. Yeah. Must be mentioned. Something happened with uh, the your f- boy. The fallout. Which boy? His initials are D M. Because he likes to slide up in them DMs. Nah, I don't know if he does or not. But Dean Malenko? <laughs> no, it's not Dean Malenko. Dave Meltzer. I know. That guy. Oh, and also, uh, hey, you don't want to hear that said in court with uh, with uh, Randy Orton. Oh, yes. All right. But yeah, we'll come back and I'll uh, not talk about uh, dogs or uh, pigs. I'm pretty excited <laughs> about this. Uh, come on. F- no. <laughs> oh, we can give no, you please that. don't. No Come on, fucking guy! All right. We'll Literally, right. every time you play it, it makes me think what he just said. <laughs> Jerk. You're welcome. We'll be right back. Hashtag WrestlePals. Bye.
Are you Nate Gas? I tried to hold it. <laughs> Pete Gas, tag team specialist. <laughs> you know? I mean, he did win the hardcore championship. I just like that they tried to make them individuals. <laughs> Joey Abs, Pete Gas, and the other guy. The other guy. Repo Man. That's right. I can't tell you how hard, like, <clears throat> setting up the new stuff. I got the Berserker. Ow, shit. It's sharp. Ow. And he's got a sword. Jesus. How far? How? <clears throat> you can move her if you need to. There you go. That looks weird. So Mostly because we're in the I shot. Can st- I can st- yeah, I can start right here. Mm-hmm. And still have to come. What? Jesus. <laughs> Take that out of context, if you will. Woo. Oh, come Not on, bang. fucking guy. Yet. <laughs> no, it's Not still. Ah. Pre- Yet. Good lord. <clears throat> Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Stop. Brought all the toys today. Oh, no. That's my favorite one. Can we bring that one back a lot? Oh, no. Are you answering me with it? Will you stop? Okay, fine, I will. Jesus. Oh, no. You're right, I won't. That's right. <laughs> I will go on forever. Ah, Patreon.com <laughs> slash oh hi Justin. Uh, if you'd like to support me and my stupid <laughs> endeavors, because this is what I do with my time. <laughs> he gets aboard and does dumb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good Christ. Uh, well, I mean, if you go to the Patreon, you get the Oh Hi Justin pod a week early. Yes. The, the man doesn't like to have to promote himself. And this is where I should step in and help him. But I'm not gonna, because like he needs to learn how to promote himself. Because Justin does great stuff. Uh, Get on board. Patreon.com slash Oh Hi Justin. You can go there. He's throwing out the Oh Hi Justin pod every damn day. You know why? Because it makes him better. Self-analytical, deep dives, sometimes, often, dumb. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Those are the best. Those are the best. Also, the home of uh, the, the hub for these ghouls. Yes. Uh, uh, I believe. Hmm? I played it during the break. I know you did. We can we can analyze it. That's when this I took the this is some these ghouls. That's when I took the headphones off and ran. Why would you do that? You hear this? There's two vocal tracks, three vocal tracks. Who are you, Matthew Sweet? Cut that out. What's wrong with you? Problem. I don't think anyone's ever been accused of fire. Problem child. Kicks a fire. Oh, Jesus, Justin. I told you, I'm writing the Live His Life EP. This is a song. About Christ. Uh, Don't uh, sing along with your damn song. Stop it. If you like... If you like that... Uh, baby. Patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. Pretend like you don't like it all you want. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. See, I've tricked him into promoting himself. He likes his stuff. Live his life. Kicks a fire. 
I like the way that you know the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Good Christ, Justin. I can almost do this one live, which I'm going to do. Let's not do that. Yeah. The ukulele right over yonder. <laughs> I just mean, like, whenever I start playing out live. Of course you will. Out in front of the, the, the Norfolk scope of the Hantham Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You and that dude with the bucket. It's going to be great. I'm mm. just saying, you get those before the world. Yep, those songs before the world. And it's also the uh, the 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 home of hashtag WrestlePals. That's right, baby. And and the finest music show that exists. Mm. It is. It is. Some episodes better than others. <laughs> uh, deprogrammed, where Justin uh, Justin and a cavalcade of individuals come together to make uh, a a top ten list starter pack, if you will, representative. Of individual bands. Some of them are great, you know, like the President of the United States episode, or the Hives episode, or the Weird Al Yankovic episode, or maybe the They Might Be Giants episode. Huh. Those were all really good. I liked those. It's just a weird uh, trend there. Those are all episodes that you were on. I was on. Those were my favorites. Ah. I just like James Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. The Def Leppard episode? I've, I've heard mixed Dude. reviews on this. Hey, you know what? Controversy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I had to stand my ground. I've had a lot of people tell me it was hard to listen to because uh, awkward and awful. Yeah, yeah, they didn't turn it off, did they? Mm-mm. Makes a good pod. It was awkward to listen to. Good. That's the sweet sound of. I can't say it right. That's the sweet sound of science right there. The sounds of science. Crossberry Blast. We're idiots. Like, nobody's giving us any money for anything. Why do we promote things ever? I'm not just talking about science. I mean, stuff in general. Like, anything. you ever want to feel bad about yourself? Start a Patreon <laughs> and watch out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> now that being said, I do appreciate anybody who has jumped on. <laughs> I really do appreciate uh-huh. everybody who has. But everybody else is just like, hey, you know, fuck that guy. Credit cards max out, Justin. I know. I know you do. It's been that way for months. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not stressing it. I j- it's just, you know. Continue. Carry on. <laughs> no, no, Carry on. Not, actually. <laughs> Kane Kenny asks if we have any SummerSlam predictions. I don't know, man. Mm, I'm, I'm lots a, of matches. Lots of matches. It's probably going to take place in August. <laughs> it's going to be a good show. Uh, I um, Could be inside, could be outside. <laughs> I don't, One of those two, definitely. I don't like doing the predictions because it's wrestling. Number one, most of the time I'm wrong, which I'm happy about. Nothing I love more than getting got. I love being wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather talk about the ramifications of what happens rather than yeah. what's going to happen. Potential storylines for, rather than speculating on the future, we like to speculate given a, a new beginning. Right. New beginnings are better than uh, um, predicting ends. Mm-hmm. It's just the way we, we look at it. It's going to be good. It's going to be a damn good show. It's a stacked card for no damn reason. That card, that card's insane. Like, usually it's like, okay, we've got a few headlining things and then uh, fill it out with some uh, grudge matches that we kind of throw together and then uh, kickoff shows are just some kind of stuff. Who's Who Who we got left? Pair them up. <laughs> make them hate each other for like two weeks. Ah, dude, top to bottom, like even like pre-show-y type stuff. Even the pre-show, pre-show show matches have stories. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been telling the story between... Uh, Rusev Day and uh, Zelina and Andre Andrade mm-hmm. for like almost a month. Yeah, <laughs> it's been fantastic. It's great. 
And of course, the cruiserweight tag or the cruiserweight match, I think, is on the. Oh man, at least it, at least it's, at least it's somewhere on a card somewhere, which is nice, for goodness' sake. But then you had a like I think it was Rusev was on Twitter. It's like very proud to be sharing the pre-show with the cruiserweight title. <laughs> it's like you sound snarky. Mm-hmm. Good for you. And uh, happy the, Rusev. The day. raw tag. I, I don't have that. Pre-show. I need to get that. <laughs> Sorry, the there's an asset I forgot. Yeah, the the Raw Tag Championships are pre-show. Really? Well, that's because they just had the yeah, it just the championship s- match it just really set it up so it's going to be kind of rematch B Team versus Revival. Yeah, that's cool. You want to start there? First of all, I like that the B Team is not just a flash in the uh, pan. There, I think they're weirdly coming together as a team. I think it came together, and it's getting way more over. There, I think there's a lot of factors here. Number one, it got over, way more over than they expected. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you never know. That's gonna that happens sometimes in wrestling. People pick up on dumb stuff, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden it's Rusev Day. Yeah, uh, I hate that theme. <laughs> I hate the theme they changed it to. But whatever. Uh, well, then, right of a new one, sir. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it's a good title for it. Maybe. You know, team. You, you can't. You can't write a new song without B team. Just be in it. <laughs> so stupid it's the best yeah 100 uh, percent committed i honestly think it was they were working towards <laughs> like a, a weird four horsemen mm-hmm. and you know obviously it wasn't gonna be called that but that's it's just the, what i wanted but it is the greatest name ever <laughs> weird just, four horsemen of matt hardy bray wyatt bo dallas and uh, curtis axel it's what i wanted uh-huh. um looks like that's not gonna happen because it well we've had these weird cryptic tweets from mm, matt hardy too which like is what hey, he does hey I'm kind of half-ass dropping the uh, shtick a little bit and talking about uh, being injured. Here we go. But here's the shtick again, just to confuse you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm, goodbye, Bray. Yeah. What? Yeah. And Bray actually tweeting out that, hey, I need a badass band to write me a new theme. Ooh. Yeah, because changes are coming. Well, I mean, the thing is, Matt's a pelvis is apparently uh, fusing with his spine. Yeah, I think the first thing he... Uh, put on twitter was uh i forget the name of the maneuver but it's where he does the uh omega something yeah uh it's the just a the leg drop mm-hmm. top rope leg drop yeah. to the middle of the damn ring mm-hmm. and you're taking you're taking as much as you can on your legs but you're 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 cradling your legs so your legs so you're not killing the dude whether that that impact has to go somewhere yep uh right in your pelvis yep. right in your lower spine and uh and insinuating that there's been some fusing a happening mm-hmm. and uh Thanking a lot of people and being very gracious and Thank very you, pleasant. Computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hate to see him go out because, again, he's super over and he brought Bray back from. I honestly thought Bray was done. Like, I love the guy, but weirdly ruined because they kept using him in a way that's like, yep, uh, we need you to uh, talk to get uh, this story over. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to lose, too. Yeah, but you know, put everything into it, put all of your capital into it, and then lose. Okay, yeah. go. Yeah. Well, and I, I always stick nah. to, <laughs> I always stick to the fact that nobody ever wanted to boo him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, it was his job as a cult leader type. Who's gonna boo a cult leader? Like the idea is, you're supposed to, you're following the. How's cult that leader. Patreon going? Boo, <laughs> boo. As <laughs> tomorrow's episode, Justin starting a cult. Hey, I'm joining a fucking cult. Uh, you need to join me too. <laughs> there's a girl. <laughs> All right, there's neighbors. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
I know you love Liv Morgan, all right? It's fine. I love Liv Morgan. How's that? I'm sure you'll video the proper uh, thing. She may have heard you had you said it, but no, I guess not. I love Liv Morgan. Hello? This is Rats in the Walls. Yes, in her monologue. What was that? I'm sorry, I spoke over you. What's going on? Justin loves Liv Morgan. I love Liv Morgan. Get, repeat a little clearer, please. I love Liv Morgan. If you're my in monologue, does that mean that's me? No. Who, who's speaking? No, he just answers me directly. <laughs> that's how your monologues work. No, stupid. Hey, shut up, stupid. No, dummy. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. You know, hey, hey, in her monologue. Hey, in her monologue is Colin Quinn. Hey, you know, you know, let's not make a big deal out of it, you know. <laughs> I love whispering sexy Colin Quinn. <laughs> this makes me happy. Ah, come on, fucking guy. All right, all right. We're done. <laughs> Justin. Yeah. Uh, completely change gears. Mm-hmm. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. He has a point. <laughs> the G1 is amazing. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Fantastic matches after fantastic matches. Matchups that you wouldn't see anywhere. New Japan's uh, G1 tournament is... I feel like everything King of the Ring could be. This is like the epitome of what a tournament can and should be. Mm-hmm. It has everything everything that I love it's about round robin. Yes, round robin. Everybody's going to face everybody. So mm-hmm. you see the brackets and you get to build that anticipation. Someone's going to face somebody. And then you're just like, oh, so who's going to win A block? Who's going to win B block? And who's going to come together in the finals? And what could play out? And You then also they, have stories like Tama Tonga, who uh, or, was eliminated a while ago, yeah. but still became a bigger star. From yeah, and wants to just be a split. It's like, F your, F your uh, thing. I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. I don't care about your tournament. I've been running this thing and performing in it well for years. Yeah. It's what I do. I don't need your points. Stuff them. <laughs> he cocks his arm like some other person. Yeah, they were they were at each other. It was fun. I don't know who you're talking about. Shut up, shut up. I can't say his name. Mm-hmm. Woof, woof. We'll wait a little longer. <laughs> that's a little small. That's a little dog. Oh, that's a different guy. I can say that one all day. Um, But we got into the finals of the G1, and a lot of stuff happened, including like uh, – I think it was a uh, Zack Saber Jr. beat Naito twice. Mm. So the, the final promo there was like, "Yeah, that means I get that uh, two championship matches, right?" So it's setting up a pro- coming out of this, setting up amazing programs, and you get pairings of people that you wouldn't wouldn't normally see. I think the the big one that everyone was going on about was Omega versus Ishii. It was just like really brutal for no damn reason. And it's like I didn't expect a great match from that, but you, it makes you realize how great and stacked their card, uh, their their roster really is. Anybody can be a top contender at any time. It's just a matter of where they want to go story-wise. It's funny you can you, you say that, though, mm. but every year Ishii has that yeah. match. Yeah. Somewhere, it's, you know, not always at G1, but somewhere. And then you get weird moments like the, the last year, had the, the evil beating Okada. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> that entitles them to a championship match. And they, they are masterful at, at planning out their storyline for the upcoming events, and it's it's absolutely wonderful. So I, I didn't keep up with it very well. I, like, I didn't I keep up. It, it felt like it went really, really fast. Did, All of a sudden, we're to the finals, and it's like the finals are over. It's like, whoa, 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 what? It's like I wanted to build that anticipation for a little bit. The finals ended up being uh, Ibushi mm-hmm. versus uh, Tanahashi. And what a matchup! And well, going into it, saying, "Well, oh my God, they're gonna pull that uh, the Golden Lover storyline, man. Ibushi is gonna win." And he's going to go on to challenge Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. These two are finally going to implode at Wrestle Kingdom, and it's going to be amazing. And 
Tanahashi wins. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. And I was ready to be like, well, I don't really feel like I can boo Tanahashi, but I want Ibushi to win. This is what I want. Come on, Ibushi. And then uh, Omega comes out with Ibushi. Mm-hmm. And so Ken, uh, Omega's in Kenny. the corner of Kenny. <laughs> Is in is in Ibushi's corner. And then uh, uh, Tanahashi comes out. Uh, he's got he's got Shibata. Oh jeez, Shibata, who's like his shirt is just the wrestler because goddamn it, if he ain't, and he's been injured and he's like no, no way he's coming. And you know what? He looked he looked good. Mm. He looked like it, it very secretive on those updates, man. But uh, I don't know. I want to see him back in the ring, and I get this weird feeling like it could happen. And the beauty of New Japan is. Uh, Sometimes you never know how much is going to be story and how much is going to be, uh, yeah, how much is real, and they blur the lines very well. As Tanahashi brings uh, brings Shibata as his kind of corner man for the night, and he can't help but say go ace at that point because goddamn you've got Shibata, and amazing match and like into the closing sequence, uh, Ibushi does that uh, second rope lift German suplex from the outside. It's like what the hell are you doing? How do you even come up with this this weird stuff? And then uh, Tanahashi ends up winning. So we're going to get Tanahashi challenging for uh, the IWGP heavyweight title at uh, Russell Kingdom. Russell Kingdom. Yes. <laughs> that's what Def Comedy... Oh, God, I wish I had a Russell uh, that's what brand. De- that's what uh, Def Comedy Jam should have been called. <laughs> Russell Kingdom. I so wish I had a Russell brand. But I, I can't even do a British accent, let alone a Russell brand. Mm-hmm. Can you do a uh, Russell Sims? No. You can't say thank you for coming out. God bless. Good night. No, but you know I can kind of do a very bad Colin Quinn. I prefer whispering, sexy Colin Quinn. Can you give that to me, please? No, thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. Um, but that puts into doubt, and that's the the weird thing about New Japan. They'll put anything in doubt at any moment. Is Omega still going to be the champion come yeah, Wrestle Kingdom? That's what I was going to ask. Because I, I guess with Abushi had a win over Omega to win the win that block, Abushi mm-hmm. technically could uh, ask for a championship match at some point. And then, and, and again, and the, the weird thing about New Japan is it lets your mind race, gives you options. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been that long ago that they never had like a ladder match before. Mm-hmm. They're usually very traditional about uh, matches, one-on-one matches, tag matches, trios matches. Mm, how about a three-way? Hmm. Omega, Abushi, Tanahashi, and Wrestle Kingdom? Could be amazing. But Could the view, I go into this not knowing, and we're going to get programmed all the way through uh, January 4th. I think that also depends on uh, Jericho, because he's still there in a continental champion. If he still has more dates, which I ha- would have to assume... Mm-hmm. And he can co-main. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. And that's, and that's the beauty of that. And another weird thing that came out of the, the G1 thing was uh, um, Okada, who's been, he's had a Gato in his corner forever and ever and ever. Just forever yelling, come on, Rainmaker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Okada just announces, you know, hey, we're still both in chaos, but uh, he's not going to be my manager anymore. I'm just... Just gonna go out of the ring by myself. And hmm. That's one of those weird things. Is like, what are they doing? Why is what? Is, hmm. It's weird, and it's just weird enough to make you go. I wonder what they they're doing. Make you go. Hmm. Pretty much. And so, G One is master. Uh, not just G One. New Japan is masterful at coming out of events with uh, weird possibilities, always on the horizon. 
and and their their storylines are built that way, where it's ever flowing and and ebb and flow of stories, always going one into the next, and uh, it's fun to watch. Fun, fun, fun to watch. Fun, 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 in the sun, sun, sun. I I always hate that, but this it's also the same thing I love about New Japan mm-hmm. is I miss a lot of it. It's but I, the the pacing of the storylines are way fast, man. Yeah. But I, we're used to like three, four week build to a pay per view. All of a sudden, they're doing a show like every two weeks. Then, like one month, they'll have like four, mm. and then they'll, they'll be uh, quiet for like four weeks. And it's it's weird. It's hard to keep uh, hard to keep tabs on. Well, I, I also feel like I don't need to watch them all. Mm-hmm. You can go back and watch that Abushi uh, Tanahashi match and, and just be just be amazed by it, or you can go back and watch highlights. Yeah, and and be amazed by it. And it's very accessible. Storylines are never weirdly deep. You don't have to know deep, deep histories. But the more you know, the more enriched the storytelling is. They keep it very basic, very surface, so it's accessible to to a layperson just coming in. It's like, oh, these two are fighting because uh, the winner goes on to whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you delve into the stories, oh, they've crossed paths here and there and here and there. This person's associated with this person, and we want them to win because they would go on to this and that. And this. It's as deep as you want to make it. It's as complex as you want to think. And if you don't want to think, hey, man. The action's good too if you just want to s- stick around for that. Yeah, New Japan's great for that. So, mm-hmm. speaking of New Japan, uh-oh. uh oh, and speaking of Kenny Omega, okay. There's a man who consistently gives New Japan six plus star matches. Oh boy, <clears throat> we don't have to go too deep on this. Okay, um, but it we do have to talk about it. Yeah, your man's Dave Meltzer and them. I'm in my man's. Your man's in them. Dave Meltzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to hear the full context, but I don't know that there's a full context that can make it okay. Okay. So I listened to the clip that, I guess there's a clip that got shared to mm-hmm. Peyton Royce. Yeah. Who reshared that clip to her Twitter today. Right. Uh, in it, he's saying, you know, they're not, the Iconics aren't connecting, mm-hmm. which is a valid point. And he, he's 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 entitled to his objective opinion. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel they're hitting, doesn't feel they're as uh, uh, resonant oh, as they I were in it, NXT. Got it right here. Is this the normal stuff for... Let's see. No. No. I mean, I could play the audio, but it'll sound like garbage. Yeah. But uh, basically, they, they were talking, and right. uh, <clears throat> he said they're not quite as connecting as much, and... Uh, he doesn't like their promo work. Yeah, and doesn't it, like their in-ring work, and yeah. doesn't quite stack up to uh, the <clears throat> top of the women's uh, card. Or the work that they did in NXT, which I disagree with, but mm-hmm. like the, this is okay. But, you, you know, it's a, it's different thing. Yeah, and that's uh, well within the realm of being an objective observer. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse the pun. Hey-o. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> and then uh, the conversation steers ever so slightly into uh, appearance, because... Whether we like to admit it or not, it yeah. can and is often a factor. And uh, look, I, I I've been ghoulish in that way too. You know, as far as we try it, to be good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 going to have some. They're attractive women. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of it. These are they're all very beautiful women, right? <clears throat> and at the very crux of it, that's unavoidable mm-hmm. as a heterosexual male. I'm going to see an attractive woman, and that's what I'm going to see. Yeah. I try my best to keep that completely separate from in-ring character, in-ring work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
sometimes it's hand in hand. That being said, I don't know that I've ever said anything along the lines of, uh, I don't know, she was lighter. She I li- was more attractive. She was lighter. Yeah, and you know, even even at the realm of uh, saying attractive, what mm-hmm. he found attractive, is still I feel like within his opinion. Hello, Ken. And uh, though it's like right up to the edge, I don't feel it's quite crossing the line. Mm-hmm. Other people are gonna have different opinions on that. And I f- there was like a weird little pause, and then he said that uh, you know she was lighter than. As if to uh, support the the opinion that he had just made, yeah. and it almost sounded immediately like, "Oh, no, I should not, I should not have said that." And <clears throat> Twitter goes goddamn bananas, which they do, which they do, because you have people coming out saying, "You know, he's entitled to his opinion." So you got people coming out saying, "Ah," uh, Peyton Royce did respond, which good for her for being like right on top of it. If you want to. This is her response, linking the, linking the clip so you can hear the audio mm-hmm. with uh, with a bit of context and uh, in the own words, in their own delivery, with their own inflections. Right, and then she responds. So, what would you have me do, Dave? Starve myself? This is how nightmares for young women start. The females in your life must be proud. She has a point. Mm-hmm. She has a point. And it was it was I believe it was before that that uh, uh, Dave Meltzer was quick to say that. He felt remorse, yeah, and tried to express it as much, but uh, as as he's wont to do, uh, as uh, I do the same thing, add more words. Adding more words to an apology or a retraction usually not the best thing to do. The uh-huh. more you talk, sometimes in an apology, the more muddy it gets, and the more pissed off people become, and the more insincere those that follow you kind of feel you might be. But he's he's gonna he's gonna deep dive into his thought process and put it all out there. And I think genuinely he doesn't mean to be ghoulish. Yeah. And uh, he's trying to be objective. And uh, a lot of people think that this isn't an objective opinion, at least that line. And I feel he felt that he crossed that line with it and tried to retract it. And then you've got people that are jumping on to defend, jumping on to attack. And... uh, that's the weird behavior that I I don't I'm not gonna say I find objectionable, but I I have I have weird thoughts about it. Like, uh, is this somebody trying to get themselves over by jumping in on the uh, controversy? Mm-hmm. But again, never waste a controversy. Never yeah. miss an opportunity to uh, promote yourself to get yourself out there and have your voice heard. Mm. <clears throat> that well, being said, it sucks when it's something awful. Yeah, but uh, what you got? So this was his response uh, mm-hmm. to. Peyton's tweet. And he tweets uh, directly to that, in direct right. response to it. Okay. I'd like to apologize to you. You are an exceedingly attractive woman, which I don't... Okay. Mm, I don't know if that even needs to be said. I do realize the lengths and pressures on women in the entertainment world to maintain unnatural looks at times, and I'm glad you pointed this out. And he adds, again, to everyone, I do want to apologize. I'm glad Peyton Royce sent her tweet because there was a valuable point there that we can all learn from. Then you know he spends another couple hours, you know, just trying to I'm trying to walk it back. Put yeah, put out fires. And again, it's it's going to depend on your opinion. If you feel it's uh, disingenuine, uh, or if you feel he uh, he just misspoke, 
you're going to have your opinion. And I think the more that it's talked about, the 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 more galvanized people become on one side or the other. I don't think anybody's going to be swayed one way or the other. Hmm. He came out and he made the apology. You, you, you accept it and move on, or you say, hey, I always thought he was a piece of garbage. I'd like to keep ignoring him. <laughs> Probably. And honestly, the best thing you can do to somebody you find objectionable is just uh, let him flounder in uh, in uh, anonymity. Yeah, let, I f- let them flounder in... Uh, in I found this other word that probably <laughs> means anonymity. Leslie uh, shared a tweet from I think it may have been Peyton's, mm-hmm. and said, "You know why do why does Dave have so much credibility?" And uh, she hates the guy. Hashtag fuck Meltzer uh, to be ah jeez. <laughs> well, you know there is there is a way to to put this to old Dave. Mm-hmm. Ah, come on, fucking guy. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I you know again, I hate hate I hate talking about him. I hate bringing it up, but it 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 happened. So it happened in the wrestling world, and it it needed a little bit of attention. So yeah, and we talk uh, about the ghouls a lot on this show. So that's it's okay. Like well, was, you know he what? He was being ghoulish. Sometimes the behavior needs pointed out and uh, said that it's. Kind of objectionable, and we don't like it. And guess what? Call the ghouls to the carpet. It gets it gets you it gets you no attention. Mm. It, what do you want to? I mean, if your entire goal was to uh, sexually harass a woman you've never met and never will, uh, good job. You've made somebody feel bad. Yeah. Enjoy your enjoy your day. Sweet, neat dude. <laughs> neat dude. Oh, the voice is starting to give. <clears throat> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We're getting towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know if you saw this. I shared this in the uh, the gimmick. Oh, yeah, the, I uh, I like the people coming out on the various controversies. Seth Rollins minus six stars, Dave. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Minus six stars. All right. Jesus. <laughs> uh, you know, well, and Bree, uh, Tyler Breeze had a great point. Mm-hmm. His his unfortunately Meltzer's voice carries weight. Yeah. Um, use it for positive. Positive, like, why would you run somebody down? And uh, sometimes it, it that's just easy, man. Make sense. Sometimes that's easy. Yeah. And sometimes that's just where the head goes, where the conversation goes, and just often that's where the real person kind of slips out. <clears throat> and sometimes that ain't the face you want to show people. Yeah. Especially in a professional setting. So is that a problem with the person that's hiding who or what they really are or what they really think? Or is the problem the uh, lack of professionalism with uh, out being able to maintain that, keep that under control, and uh, be professional in that moment? Matter of perspective. It's just f- funny because I think back to YWS days, mm-hmm. and I was definitely much more ghoulish then. Uh, like that was a constant conversation of, oh, this chick's hot. Right. In, I, I mean, in fairness, that was the way the WWE presented the women's product. The Divas product, sir. The Divas product, absolutely. And, you know, again, it started to change with AJ. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to change, try to pull back from being so ghoulish. And now here you are, you know, five years later? I don't know how many, how long it is later. but uh, We're old, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to not be ghoulish anymore. But some people are just... Is this ghoulish behavior from from you man's Randy Orton in them? 
Hmm? You mean you mean Randy Orton? I'm I'm trying to pull up like the official statement, yeah. but uh, searching specifically for Orton, it's just that's the only story coming out. Oh dear God! Ah, oh, jeez. <clears throat> did you see what they did with him on Tuesday? What they do with him? They made him stare. Take creepily. his penis out? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. They, they made him stare creepily from behind a curtain. Like he was way off. Was his from uh, the ring? Was he brandishing at any uh, writers? Uh, I don't think so. <clears throat> no, apparently that story came out that back in, I believe it was 2012. Yeah. Uh, apparently it may have been an ongoing thing. Uh, uh, Randall. Uh, Nathan. Oh, Christ. Would you like me to pull out? <laughs> no, I don't want you to. My RKO. Please keep the snake to snake. My please. viper will strike at any S- moment. Please, please don't. If you could just would you like sh- to oh. see my no no <laughs> apex predator no I wouldn't it's awful <laughs> apparently fun rib my viper okay <clears throat> out of nowhere no out of your pants that seems to be the problem sir if you could don't <laughs> so uh, apparently it was a a dong <laughs> tis tis. Uh, a, a a rib in the day would be for him to, um, hey, you guys are writers, right? Well, look at this thing. <laughs> and he would just um, um, uh, uh, extricate Show his viper. from his uh, uh, pantalones and, uh, I don't know, do stuff. Whether brandish it like a weapon. I hope he like, like, like finger guns, except, you know, pants guns. I Let's hear play. voices from my pants. They <laughs> don't <laughs> They counsel me in underpants. <laughs> do you think? Do you think you'd pull it out and do the pose? Absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't you? If you have a signature pose, do you not do that naked? Do you have a signature pose, Justin? I don't have a signature pose. Work on that. Work on that sure. for next week. We're going to work on signature poses. Uh, mine's going to be a little. <laughs> it's a little Larry David. I know. I'm sorry. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> So yeah, that story's coming to light now, and uh, it's it's one of those things that Orton falls in a weird bridging area between an older style locker room mm-hmm. where um, you know, man, Mr. Fuji might uh, catch and kill a dog and serve it to you, and uh, uh, people even uh, stories crapping of Orton uh yes crapping in your bag and saying oh hey there's your stuff am a poop and more weirdly sophomoric and old schooly kind of for lack of a better term like animal housey garbage right mm-hmm. ribs ribbing joking making people uncomfortable and upset and uh uh, degrading and denigrating in weird ways as a way of building camaraderie and that was that was an an era and a and a lifestyle that just kind of was then was it right at the time maybe whether those that were uncomfortable did not like it and did not enjoy it and may have been excluded because of the lack of participation in it yeah is that wrong probably but it was also what that time was mm-hmm. uh now we're getting closer to the modern era when you're still doing those old school type things Maybe people take uh, a bit of offense. Not only, they probably took offense before, but it was a little less appropriate to go, hey, 
That guy pulled his. Uh, uh, he pulled this thing out. <laughs> and he waved it at us. He helicoptered. It was terrible. He pisscoptered. Mm-hmm. Ew. And uh, if you had said that back in the day, it would be like, get out of here. Well, you can't hang. Beat it then. And we're in an era now where it's like, uh, we'll go have a talk with him. Oh, right after we issue this statement. Yeah. And uh, it's happened in 2012, coming to light now, and it's uh, one of those things. Like back in the day, back in even 2012, you may have been able to say, "Hey, I I, I took my teeny wanger out and uh, brandished it at well, the writers." What do we got here? Mm-hmm. A couple of teeny wangers. And I brandished it at the writers, and they went screaming to the hills. It was great. What a fun time! And then you have to hear that in court, like six years later. Uh, Mr. Orton, it appears, I hope the lawyer talks just as slow as he does, <laughs> just so he can understand. Mm-hmm. Mr. Orton, did you oh, no! brandish, and there's going to be inflection on the wrong words, just brandish your penis ah, at the writers? Oh, no! no, sir, I think you did. <laughs> And there are many corroborating stories of this sort of behavior. And what was a fun rib in 2012 ends up being a goddamn controversy six years later. And, oh, it sucks for everybody involved. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Here's yeah. a tip. Justin, I'm going to give you a tip. No, I don't want the tip. Not. Uh, I don't want any of it. Thank you. Okay. I was weighing options at that point. Justin, mm-hmm. just as, just, I want to give you some friendly advice, okay? Okay. This is from me to you, just worldly advice. Okay. Take it or leave it if you will, but I think this is something, this is a lesson I've learned. I'd like to pass along to you and mm-hmm. perhaps to the people. All right. All right. You know how you have a penis, right? Make a big deal, aren't we? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't make a big deal out of that. <laughs> you know how you got one of those, right? Yeah. Uh, don't take it out and wave it at people, okay? <laughs> Even Chuggo. <laughs> I know the sign on the, the, the what should be the Hollywood sign says Chuggo Wood. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chuggo Wood. And Chuggo would probably keep it in his pants. No, Chuggo. That's why Chuggo was in court in the suit and tie. <laughs> ah. Ah! Come on, fucking guy! And that's what happens. You get to go to court in a suit and tie oh. because you brandish your... Uh, uh, can I yell, ah, come on, fucking guy, in the court? Not in court. Because no. the, the, the weird uh, uh, stenographer is going to be like, I don't know, man. <clears throat> oh, come on, effing dude. Because guy isn't in there. Oh. I don't know how stenographers work. I assume they use fingers. Probably a stenography machine. <laughs> a machine with stenographers. <laughs> Starting to get punchy. Stenography? Uh, also, uh, an important lesson to you out there. And <clears throat> this is from us. Uh, I feel I can speak for both of us okay. on this, okay? And if you object, by all means, step in and stop me, okay? okay? Hey, you know how y'all got uh, 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 penises, most of you? Some of you. Half, slightly less than half, approximately 49% of you, not our viewership, though. Uh, don't, don't take that out and wave that at people. Yeah. Okay? Unless unless they say, hey, would you mind? <laughs> and then if you agree, then consenting adults can do, can do that. But as a general rule, and again, stop me if I'm out of line okay. here, Justin. Do not... Uh, Remove your penis from your pants mm. and uh, brandish it at coworkers. And also, if if you are doing that, mm-hmm. I think uh, Gorilla Monsoon said it best. Will you stop? Uh, I hope that was the reaction because nothing would. 
I think that would be the best reaction to somebody if you go to work and somebody is just. Hey man, check this out. Oh, hey, check look, this out. I made you look at my penis. Stop. Will you stop? You're acting like a child. You shouldn't have to deal with that in the workplace. But wrestling's a weird world, man. Yeah. <laughs> or you could always do this. Hmm? <laughs> Randy Orton, you're pulling out your penis in the workplace? Mm. I believe that sums it up. Mm. I don't know what happens from that, man. <laughs> I really don't. Well, I mean, six years later, six did years they punish later, him? I don't think did they release a statement of some enough, sort. Enough corroborating like stories, but yeah, I don't think they have is, any proof. This is the thing he does. I, I I don't think they have any proof. So it's like, ugh. Randy Orton pulls out a penis, touches himself, and then asks new writers to shake his hand. Hmm. Okay, it's even better. It's beyond a, a sexual assault, kind of, and I- on into uh, 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 domination type stuff. Hmm. Like, dude, you're already the apex predator. How much higher you want to go, man? Just wants to. Just want to shake Viper, hands. Man. I think that's called a Dutch rudder. I'm not sure. What? I'm old. I don't know these things. What? <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> dummy, oh. dummy, yeah. This is a a quote from the show that this story came from. For every new writer that would show up, he comes in the room, puts his hand down his pants, pulls out his, uh, Mm. touches himself, then then says, I'm Randy Orton. Shake my hand. Mm. Oh, you don't want to shake my hand? You're big leaguing me? That's effed up, man. Should I tell Vince and Steph that you won't shake Randy Orton's hand? In third person. That's, that's, um, that's great. That's just weird. It's even 2012 was it, it was a different. Maybe you shouldn't have done it then either. Well, no, but yeah, that sh- should never be acceptable. You know, it never ever should have been acceptable. But yeah, it, there was a attitude era. There was like ruthless aggression. There was never pull your penis out and wave at it and uh, and uh, handle yourself and then uh, berate people for not touching mm-hmm. your uh, touch touching hand. the viper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, uh, that that was, uh, again, big news story. If we don't cover it, who the F are we? Did you see this uh, other thing I, I shared in there? What was that? Uh, Kaiju Big Battle has a Kickstarter. What the hell, dude? Okay, look, I have that weird soft spot for Chikara, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Somewhere deep below the dark levels of Chikara, there's another organization called Kaiju Big Battle. If you have never checked it out, by all means, go do so. Uh Battle is spelled wrong, though. B-A-T-T-E-L. That's all right, because I can't get past spelling kaiju. But it's <laughs> out there, I swears to you. Mm. Big giant monsters, or people in uh, suits <laughs> as monsters, fighting in a ring full of like weird papier-mâché buildings. Yeah. So it looks like a goddamn monster movie. Yes. And it's great. It's the best. That being said, they all of a sudden, out of the blue, out of the freaking blue, man, they're a Kickstarter for... Uh, Kaiju big battle figures. Yeah. Now I only saw the initial pic. Uh, did they say anything about how big they are? Are they are they like right in line with the old muscle figures? Let me bring that up and we'll see. Because they were that same color, the, the little muscle figures from like the the uh, the the eighties and whatnot, with all of the little uh, flesh tone characters. Jesus Lord, they have fourteen thousand three hundred backers, fourteen thousand dollars raised to fifteen thousand with one, fifteen days to go. One guy gave uh, thirteen thousand. It was amazing. Hmm. He's gonna get the whole set. <laughs> I mean, and I mean the actual individuals. They will come to his house and do a show. It's going to be great. 
I want Steam Power Tentacle Boulder to show up here. Limited edition minifigures featuring Kaiju Big Battle. Mm -hmm. Before M-U-S-C-L-E, Muscle, Uh there was Kinkeshi. Let's make Kaikeshi, Kaiju Big Battle. So they are. They're they're reminiscent of the little uh, muscle figures. Mm -hmm. And goddamn, those were cool, man. I loved... That was like the first like weird like collectible as a kid. You know, you're not getting all the Star Wars figures. You ain't getting all the Transformers. You ain't getting all the uh, the uh, the the He-Man figures when you're a little bit younger with the He-Man Killian Dane pants. No, you're not <laughs> doing that. Muscle figures. Give me a hundred of those. I want the big pack of like three hundred of those. Trade them around. Then all of a sudden they were different colors though, and that got weird. Mm. The weird little pink figures. But as uh, all your your favorites from uh, Kaiju Big Battle. Dr. Cube, <laughs> Los Platanos, uh, uh, pla- yeah, Platanos. Los Platanos. Yes, it's fantastic. The plantains. <laughs> Is that what that means? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Call me Kevin. <laughs> mm, Dusto Bunny. The, the, uh, it's been so long since I've pulled them up. I know, right? Because they're, they're, they're weird. So, even like their online presence feels weirdly underground. Yeah. I, I, Their site I, is weird. I almost feel on like... On purpose. It's on purpose. Because mm-hmm. it looks like an old GeoCities site that just didn't quite translate over yeah. to modern browsers. Nah, man. That's all on purpose. And it's weird. And it's weird. Kaiju Big Battle. Go check them out. All right. So we're, we're coming up on it. Just two more quick stories. Ooh. Um, Tegan Knox, who has <clears throat> yet to make her NXT debut. Mm-hmm. She's been... On she's I don't know if I'm pretty sure she signed to the company right and uh, she's been doing the NXT house circuit mm-hmm. uh, she's in she was in the May on Classic this yeah. year injured as fuck how injured what happened uh, it's something with her leg okay so she had earlier this year just come back from some sort of knee injury or something right so she signed to the company got hurt and then she had her big comeback she was doing house shows she was teaming with uh, Dakota. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so she was at the May Young Classic. And let me see if there's any kind of update because I, yeah. didn't, I didn't link a. Uh, Dude, if, you, if, an you, article. if you're going to be coming uh, uh, tagging with any upcoming uh, female prospect in NXT, Dakota Kai is an amazing one God, to do yeah, with. Right. She has like some sort of. She has that like same weird it factor that uh, Johnny Gargano's got that like, oh, this is a baby face I could really get behind. Oh, they're in peril. I'm really worried about them and concerned about their well be uh, their well being. Oh no! So it happened. Uh, first of all, there there was a update eight mm-hmm. hours ago from Triple H, and the, the question here when I looked it up was, was so it happened during a match. She had she had a match and she got hurt in the match. Mm-hmm. Let's see what this uh, update says though. Dun, dun, dun. Taping this month at Triple H provided a minor update. Hunter spoke spoke with the media to promote Brooklyn and said it would be a while before Knox will be able to return the ring, knowing how she's got a long road ahead. Uh, she's an amazing talent, and this isn't the end for her. Mm-hmm. She's young as all get out, too, man. She be twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't I know? She, oh, dang it! I was hoping it. I I read who she was in the ring with, and it doesn't seem to be in any of these articles. Uh, Triple H calls the injury heartbreaking. Man, man, 23 is young. Anytime you're laid up for any length of time, like even if it's quick and easy, like a three-month three month, r- three month uh, being on the shelf, that's forever at that young in a career. 
six months is forever. Mm-hmm. And we just saw with the the big uh, comeback on Monday. N- uh, Dean Ambrose was out for how long? Nine months. Yeah, that's forever. It is. It was so long that people got crazy and for it on Monday because it was weirdly kind of unexpected. It's almost like this is going to be a big one. They're going to save it for a big show. We hear she he's almost he's almost good again. He's almost ready to go. When are they going to use him? When are they going to pull the trigger? Is it going to be story after SummerSlam? Boom, there he was. Nine months forever, even at uh, his stage of a career. It's a long time to be on the shelf and not mm-hmm. making money and not promoting yourself and not pushing you are, who you are, especially when Tegan Knox had an opportunity there in the May Young tournament. It looks like she was potentially going to go very far in it. Yeah. And uh, But you know what? Leg injury? A lot better than hearing uh, spinal. Mm-hmm. A lot better than hearing neck injury. Like, ah, you snap a leg Ray in half. Ripley. Oh. That's who she was working with. Ray Ripley, who... Oh, she's I'm, good, too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her. She hasn't debuted in NXT either, mm-hmm. but she was great in the Mayhem Classic last year. Yeah. All also, of, I mean... All of a sudden, they're just importing uh, six-and-a-half-foot-tall uh, <laughs> uh, uh, New Zealanders and Australians. Yeah. Uh, last Since the Mayhem Classic last year... Mia Yim had gotten hurt, mm-hmm. and she was back this year better than ever. Well, I, I say that. I, I didn't see it, but I can only assume because she's terrific, and I can't wait to see her. Right. And uh, um, Nicole Savoy, who was in last year's. Oh, yeah. She had her, injured her leg like prior to last year's Mae Young, mm-hmm. and she came back, you know, and she had a great showing. You know what? I haven't really like looked down the whole lo- roster yet to see who all's there and who all I know and who all I know from other things. Mm-hmm. Santana, Santana Garrett back? Yes. Okay. Like Wait, and she, what's funny is her and Deanna Parasso are both in it. Both wrestled in NXT like briefly. Mm-hmm. And hey, man, that's a great place to be, mm-hmm. even if it's a uh, kind of a side grade. Filling out that tournament and being a a, a somewhat known entity, you've been seen before. That's that's. Pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic. All right. So we are right there against it, and All we right. don't have to do that one thing because, I th- oh, shoot, I don't have. Oh, there's the music. Do you want to find it just to feel better about yourself? No, I just, I, I didn't, I, did, I forgot to okay, cut it. Okay, I think oh. I've almost got to the one more thing. Uh, with, with we, the we don't have to do that because I, I actually have two or three here. Very uh, good. I got a big one that needs mentioned. Alistair Black injured. Yeah. So it's going to be a one-on-one Chiampa versus Gargano, last man standing at Brooklyn. Good God. <laughs> Insane. Um, dun, 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 Just dun. when you think it can't progress any further, there it is. Uh, SmackDown Live event, mm-hmm. October 15th, is a Monday. So it's against Raw. Weird. Yeah. But it's SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. So in Richmond, I'm thinking about going to that. Hmm. And that'll yeah, that'll be a weirdly attended one. And you know what? Those those more intimate shows are amazing. Plus, it's gonna be SmackDown. Yeah, going to a local show is fantastic. Going to a local show on a weird night, mm. great. Yeah. Uh, and also, I had one other note. So, you have something for? They're telling us we have to go. It's, it might be slightly bigger. I, I just got one question for you. Uh, what was uh, Coach's uh, word of the hours this week? Replaced. Replaced. Renee placed. Oh, man. She was good. Yeah, she I, was. It, she was comfortable. Yeah. She wasn't. That's something that can't be taught. Yeah. Either get it from the get go and, uh, and pick it up and get better with it, or it never clicks, coach. Yeah. 
I still think that she would be better replacing Cole, learning the act, the play by play. I think she would be terrific. Yeah, at play by play, she hasn't gotten that. She keeps having to be caller. That being said, Cole, Cole, even uh, tweet, Cole ain't wanted to tweet a whole lot. Yeah, was out there saying he felt felt young again and felt energized with uh, Graves and uh, Renee on the uh, call with him. She wasn't she wasn't in the way a lot. Uh-huh. I, I would like her to be more vocal. You can, uh, to be vocal at all on day one of the big desk. Mm-hmm. Awesome, and yeah. she's done nothing but prove herself. Over and over and over again, she was uh, the heart and soul of talking smack. Man. Absolutely, and, and any of the 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 raw wrap up things, any of the post show things, any of the everything they put in front of her to do, she Kills. has done with poise, grace, and just an amazing depth of knowledge, yep. and a, a a passion for for the the art form and the sport. Man, I have no no right to be proud, and mm-hmm. I say that a lot. I have no right to be proud, but I was. You know what I mean? Like it's well in. This is funny. We had the conversation last week where it, we can't do the people from NXT don't don't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's permeated everywhere. Renee, Graves, Saxton, Phillips, they're the best. They're the best. I mean, the two five live team is all NXT. I mean, now one of them is Nigel McGuinness, who mm-hmm. obviously is yeah. NXT. Yeah, technically, he's, he's done things. Yeah, uh, but Percy Watson. NXT. NXT is all over WWE's brand. What's great is Percy Watson is a a little bit behind Mm. uh, the the higher end of it. I'll take Percy Watson any day over coach. You know why? Because you can tell he actually legitimately loves being there, Mm -hmm. is happy to be there, ready to work to uh, promote the the talent on the show without getting himself over, loves and respects the business, Mm -hmm. and it shows up every day to work, man. And also... I'll take that over, I've got a thing, look at me, look at me. Mm. He, he, it also works, he works better on 205 than he does on NXT, mm-hmm. Percy. And it takes a little bit of the pressure off, and it's more action-oriented rather than story-driven. Yeah. And that's great, man. If that's your fit, that's cool. All right, and so... Sorry, that was a bit bigger no, than I tell yeah. Renee had to be mentioned. Yay, she great. She great, and I hope, I, I hope mm. that puts her on the radar. Yes, She's been. She has to have been on the radio for ages. Yeah, and I hope this was just like a fluke. Yeah, let me do well, that. again, because she at one point when Tom Phillips first came up, uh-huh. she, it was her and Tom doing main event, and she had that brief moment where she got to do that, and I it was maybe all of a month or something, but uh, she got a chance, and then they backed off of it, and then they were doing talk and smack, and then backed off of that. She, I, I still feel like play-by-play if, if they let her do play-by-play somewhere because <coughs> well, she's a terrific pilot you, you've got she's you've amazing got, at controlling the traffic you've got basically tom phillips pushing it over on smackdown right mm-hmm. cole is a mainstay and he ain't going anywhere mm-hmm. for a while yeah but hey man there comes a day mm-hmm. where everybody retires and everybody yep. goes there was a while where we we're like oh man uh jr and uh the king are gonna be the announced team forever yeah and then they weren't and then, they and weren't. then it was okay and then wrestling moved on mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, uh, Renee impressed a lot of people. Yep. Just don't f it up, and she more than just didn't f it up. Yeah. She she excelled. And wonderful. You know what was great? And I I know this. Yeah, is, Renee. Well, yeah, but I also I, gravy. I know th- I know this is silly, but it <laughs> gave an air of 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 uh, importance to the women's matches. Yeah, like a legit. I, I I don't know it it it, it didn't f- 
they don't necessarily they, write off the women's matches. They do that with the, the, the they have like the women referees down in NXT. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's cool. Yeah. But once you get to the announcers, that feels like a like okay, there's there's a level of parity that's uh, beginning to settle in. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with uh, uh, gender. It's uh, ability. Yes. And uh, she has it in droves. And I, f- I I feel like the men announcers don't. Look, I they don't connect on that level as much. Exactly. Like I, like I talked about with the, the, the Anvil earlier, having somebody that represented me, mm-hmm. I felt, did an amazing thing to help me connect to the rest of the product and involve me in the universe. I understand that. The you can't tell me that that doesn't happen with a, it just just on gender as well. Gender is a way, way broader field than uh, than uh, uh, just a uh, build, you know? Yeah. I, I know that... Um, I know that they're... They do f- the m- the men do fine, mm-hmm. but having that voice there just it 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 made it feel. I, I lost my train of thought. If you couldn't tell, so I'm I'm just gonna leave it. I'm starting to get tired now too. Renee did great. She was great, and I I hope she gets more opportunities. We know that she gets the opportunity in October for the uh, the big evolution event. Oh yeah, that's her and Beth with Cole at the anchor. It's gonna be fun. Yep. Uh, and the very last thing we'll we'll note. ROH Dojo Pro, have you seen this? No. It's uh, it's a new thing. It's it's sort of their NXT. Um it's all their unsigned or developmental talent mm-hmm. and uh it's set up like you remember how Mortal Kombat had the tournament style? Oh god, they're killing each other? <laughs> well, minus the killing obviously. Oh, well. But like you wrestle the bottom tier and then you go to the next tier and next next next. Uh-huh. That's how it's set up. So you wrestle the first guy the winner gets a white belt. Ooh. And then you wrestle the next guy. And uh, this season... Mirror matches are going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid. Don't this season, the... Uh, shoot, the, I'm losing... I lost the guy's name. Uh, Utah. Y-U-T-A. Utah. He... Great power, Udi? He won two matches. And apparently he's the first person to ever to actually defend the white belt. So he won the first two, and then he lost. To, he just lost to Joey Janela. So Janela is the new white belt champion, and he's going to wrestle the next guy. And there's like f- at least six or seven matches left, mm-hmm. and then the winner wins a the black belt, and then they get a uh, ROH Television Championship match. It's fun stuff. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's different. And You're building d- uh, depth of field to your uh, to your competitive ranks. Yeah, and while it, giving people an opportunity to. Uh, uh, prove themselves and it's in like just a gym like the, the gym is barely bigger than the ring and there's mm-hmm. like a like a line of people around watching and then it's just the wrestlers and it's it's that, there's a weird level of authenticity mm-hmm. to that that uh, it connects to that indie level and uh that's cool yeah All right. uh, sorry that went longer than i expected it did for the very end. yep Yes, indeed. Yes. Ooh, got I did through. not invoke his name. The big. D- <laughs> I, hey, everybody! We're hashtag Russell Pals. It's boss time. If you, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> that wasn't who I was talking. Okay, it was. Hey, we're hashtag Russell Pals. If you dig us, dig what we do. We want to reach out to us. Uh, Twitter's usually the best place at Russell Pals VA there. Uh, or if you want to check it out on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash VA. 
on there. If you want to check out the uh, the repository for the uh, the 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 video version of the podcast, we store those over on YouTube. You search for hashtag Russell Powell, spell it all out, hashtag Russell Powell. If you prefer the audio only version, iTunes is usually the best uh, repository for all your podcast you like needs. That word. I do. I love it very much. Uh, search for hashtag Russell Powell's there. You can find our not our smiling faces there. It's just our uh, Russell buddies, dulcet dulcet uh, tones. Dulcet tones on the hashtag Russell Pounds. You want to get in touch with us individually? Justin is not that hard to get a hold of. Not you go over to Twitter not. right now, and if you tweet at the Hulkster, he will like it and he will respond mm-hmm. with at least a, a hi. And a certain individuals will get a hi Yukio. I don't understand what that means. It's hi weird. Yukio. Christ almighty. Hi Wade. Also check out what he's doing over at patreon.com slash Justin. Yeah. He's got a weird mix of error thing over there. Go say hey to him. It's getting deeper, too. You heard the idea me and Jenny were talking about. Yes, I did. <laughs> Goddamn weirdos. <laughs> Bunker stuff, I swear. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, wh- wh- what do you... I do. All right, okay. At the, at the Nate Project on Twitter. Uh, send a tweet there. I'll see it. I always do. There it is. Cool. Makes me feel awkward. Ruins my day. If you'd like... It's like 12 of you sons of bitch. I say don't. Don't tweet me at the Hulkster. Well, yeah. See if that works. No? Don't tweet me. I just really fucked it up because I'm tired. Don't tweet me at the Nate Project. It'll ruin my day and make me feel weird about it. I might respond every once in a while. Like every three months, I'll, uh, I don't know, send a picture or something back. It's weird. That's commitment. That's commitment. Hey, everybody. I'm going to bed. That's like commitment. right over there. Like now. <laughs> tired. God damn hashtag Wrestle Pals. Lost my keys and my little doggy's bone. So I pick him up and I'm on camera home. But he a mean dog bit me in the spare rib. Now take him home, put him in the baby crib. Yeah, I don't know the words that AJ Styles. You know what you are? You're phenomenal. Phenomenal. This goes, I'll see you there. The problem child, the tongue is blue. Live his life, then it kicks off fire. Problem child, the tongue is blue. Live his life, then it kicks off fire. Problem child, the tongue is blue. Live his life, then it kicks off fire. 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 Rock, child, the tongue is blue. Live his 
life Fenner kicks off fire Crab child with tongue is blue Live his life Fenner kicks off fire Crab child the tongue is blue Live his life Fenner kicks off fire Crab child the tongue is blue Live his life Fenner kicks off fire Randy's Fenner kicks off fire Kicks off fire Kicks off fire Kicks off fire